Hey, it's Jason with the Marketing Podcast Network. As a business-to-business marketer, your needs are unique. B2B buying cycles are long and your customers face incredibly complex decisions. Isn't it time you had a marketing platform built specifically for you? LinkedIn ads empower marketers with solutions for you and your customers. LinkedIn ads allow you to build the right relationships, drive results, and reach your customers in a respectful environment. On LinkedIn, you'll have direct access to and build relationships with decision makers. Of the 875 million users on the network, 180 million are senior-level executives, 10 million are C-level executives. You will also be able to drive results with targeting and measurement tools built specifically for B2B, and they work. Audiences exposed to brand messages on LinkedIn are six times more likely to convert. LinkedIn Ads is also ranked number one for security, community, and ad experience as part of Business Insider's Digital Trust Study. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash MPN and claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash MPN. Terms and conditions apply. Freelancing and online marketing often looks ideal from the outside, but what's inside? Many time-consuming challenges. SEMrush offers over 50 tools and reports to assist you in every step of your routine, from competitive and keyword research to link building and technical SEO. SEMrush is your digital team member. Let's hit it off. Grab your free trial today and see measurable results. Go to bit.ly slash SEMrushMPN. That's bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash S-E-M-Rushmpn. Truth is, if you want more clients, you just got to do things differently. You're listening to the business of podcasting. And on this show, we focus on the money side of podcasting. Some of the top industry experts come on the show to tell us how they have monetized their shows. This means you get access to real stories and real life strategies that have benefited podcasters for the last 10 to 15 years. You also get access to solo content where you learn how to monetize your own show and you learn really in-depth strategies to make money from your podcast. So if you want to monetize your podcast, subscribe now. Man, I'm excited to talk about this today because I think that the podcast industry is growing. We all know it's growing, obviously, from the statistics. But I mean, in terms of the companies that are launching shows, the type of shows being launched, there's more money to be made now than ever. And I think it's going to continue to grow and evolve. Because one of the differences between YouTube and podcasting is that, like, people know that they have to put money into the podcast to produce it, right? Like the serious people, the ones who have, a, you know, a desire to grow their business using a podcast or get more clients or whatever, even the people that just want to get sponsored and make money, production is important to them, right? But I, before I get into that, I want to remind you to sign up to the Business of Podcasting community uh, down in the description box down below, start your free trial. We're covering everything from growing your business, how you can do marketing, even some of the sales tactics. Um, and we got some experts coming into the group very, very soon to give you some insights and tips and all of that good stuff. Now, the reason why I, I want to talk about getting clients like, man, this is such a big deal. Because if you're in a podcast industry right now, there are more podcasts now than there were last year and a year before and a year before that. Like when I remember when I started, it was like a desert wasteland. You'd have been crazy to start a podcast business because it just wasn't enough shows. You know, now there's so many shows you could have a six figure agency, right, where you're making over one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year. Now, obviously, that's not going to be everybody. It's not all of us, but it's very much possible. 
But the first thing you have to do, this is number one at the top of the list. You have to get more niche specific with the shows that you work with. I'm going to say that again. You need to be more niche specific about the shows that you work with. I see way too many podcast businesses that are like, oh, yeah, we work with this company and we work with this show and we work with this. It's like you got to have a specific type of podcaster that you work with because then you can cater your services to their needs. For example, the way that I produce a sports podcast will be way different than I produce a religious podcast. It's different. Right. Because the audience is different. The content is different. It's a totally different type of show. Then the content that comes with that for marketing is going to be different. It shouldn't be nearly the same because they're different shows. Like for a sports show, I'm going to put out a bunch more video content and all of that stuff because I know that the people that are in the football, basketball, whatever it is, they watch highlights all the time. So if I have the highlights and it's tied to my podcast, that's going to help me grow my show. For religion, their audience is going to be probably older people, you know, probably more established people that they watch video, but they love graphics and stuff. You know, the right images will really catch their attention on Facebook or Instagram. So that's the kind of content I will focus on for that type of podcast. And so for you, instead of trying to have the skill of doing all these things very, very well, focus on one type of show and then you can dominate there. Like you shouldn't want to produce every podcast out there. No, this is how you should set up the, you know, the profitability of your business. This is how you should be trying to get clients. This is how you work backwards from your goal. Let's say you want to make $10,000 a month, right? Each show you work with pays you $1,000 a month and you do this list of things for them. Now, you know, for you to make that $10,000 a month, you need to be working with 10 shows monthly. Cool, right? The best thing you can do to make that $1,000 to be able to charge $1,000 a month would be to have services that are catered directly towards that type of show. Now, again, if you come to me and you say, hey, I'm going to charge you $1,000 a month to produce your podcast and I'm just going to edit the audio and then make you an audiogram, I'm going to tell you, no, get the hell out of my face because that's lazy and honestly useless. But if you came to me and said, hey, Chris, I know you have a business show, so I'm going to do this this thing and this thing and this thing. I'm going to have the SEO blog post for you. I'm also going to edit your audio. I'm going to make you two video highlights for Twitter. Then we have a conversation, right? Now we can have a conversation because you're talking about something that's going to be directly valuable to me and the kind of show that I have. And this is the fun part. Once you have that solid offer, you can now continue to use that offer over and over again. Like if one type of podcast likes it, you can now do it for all those types of podcasts. And again, we don't need to have 50 podcasts. It's not necessary. All you need is 10. If you're charging a thousand dollars a month, you can even charge more. I know some people that are charging, you know, four or five grand a month. There are some companies I've worked with that are paying 10 grand a month for their production services on everything on their podcast. So it's possible. But the first thing you need to do, I would say is, and this is number one is set up a good offer. Like and, and it goes with niching down, but I will say the offer has to go first simply because you got to have a solid offer first for those people. And if you want to know how to set up your offer, here's what you can do. Go to the kind of podcast that you want to work with, right? Choose those that 
at least three markets of shows. And when I say markets, I mean industries um, or even types of shows within that industry. Right. I wouldn't say I want to work with every kind of podcast. Like I don't want to work with every crypto show out there. But there are some shows in crypto world where it's like, OK, you might be Web3. Right. They're, they're in that same kind of space of tech and finance or whatever. Now, if I want to work with those kind of shows, I'll list out 10 of them and I'll go to them and say, hey, are you producing your own show? Uh, most likely you're going to say yes. OK, so in terms of your monthly budget, you have to, you know, it, you know, put into production. What does that look like? And then what are the services you would need to pay double that? And again, most of these people are going to give you really good answers because when you just let their mind run wild, they tell you the most honest, just blatant answers you can ever think of. And I love that. That's why I love doing customer surveys. You want to go to about 10 of those podcasters and ask them, hey, I know you host this show. I know you do this. You've been producing it on your own. And if you are getting production right now, you're paying for it. Are you satisfied? Is there something else you would want to be added? I think having these kind of conversations, it's not even about getting those people as clients. It's so you can understand what your type of client wants. Before you go out there and try to go and sell to a bunch of people, figure out what they want first. So when you are selling to them, you know what you're selling. If you have a clear understanding of what they want and what they desire, now you can make a nice, beautiful package and then offer it to them. It's much harder to say no to something that you said word for word that you want versus something that's just randomly put together that can kind of, you know, it's a one size fits all. It's pretty easy to do a one size fits all and sell that, right? It's pretty easy to do that. But the one size fits all product doesn't make nearly as much as the custom made product. And by custom made, again, I'm not saying you make up different services for different types of podcasts. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you have a specific set of services that you provide to a certain type of podcaster. I'm telling you, that is the most profitable thing you can do. Like I know personally, I would never produce a comedy podcast. Never. I've done it before. It's not worth it. I have no interest in doing it. I know I would never produce a religious podcast again. I just wouldn't. You need to know the type of clients you want to work with and who you don't want to work with. It's okay to say, I don't want to work with this kind of podcast. In fact, it's better if you do, because one thing you don't want to do is work with a podcast against your kind of rule. And then it goes bad and you ruin your reputation. Or you waste a lot of time because that time you're putting into working with the show that you really don't want to work with could go into working with the show that you actually want to work with. So it's very important that you know the kind of podcast that you want to work with. And if you really, really want the process to get more clients, after you find the kind of podcast you want to you know, have on your roster, then you have those conversations. Then you make a solid offer, a solid. What I mean by solid offer is you give them the things that they want, plus all the things that you know they need that they didn't know they even needed. That's a solid offer. Like, some businesses out there have podcasts and they don't use blog posts for their episodes. That's something they don't know what they need, but that's really, really valuable. Now you might have to explain to them why it's valuable, but make that a part of your offer because you know, that's something that they need. Then you also definitely want to have the little tidbits, the details, right? 
this is what this looks like. This is what that looks like. Have some examples so you can show them. Oh, we make videos. Okay, what do your videos look like? That's super, super important. The last thing is you want to talk to a large amount of these people after you've made the offer. So the first time around you talk to like 10, go back and talk to those 10 again. Then add 15 to it. So at this point, you're reaching out to 25 podcasts, presenting your offer of production and all of those services. The goal should be to get at least five of those people to work with you. The beautiful thing is we don't need a ton of people. And I repeat this because I think as business owners, sometimes we think, oh, I need more customers. I need more customers. No, you don't. You need a consistent, loyal customer. That's way more valuable. It's super valuable to have 10 customers you know are going to pay you $1,000 a month. I would rather have that than having 25 customers who might pay me monthly. Oh, they're going to pay this month and then they miss a month and they want to come back. Oh, then they're there for two months and then they miss a month again. You don't want to deal with that. You want the person that you know is going to show up and pay you every month on the first. Those are the best clients. And I see a lot of production agencies and podcast editors promoting their services in like Facebook groups and stuff. And I'm gonna be honest with you, man, that's not how you get the outcome you want. It's not, it's not going to get you a client because the podcast that needs that isn't scrolling, looking for that. So they look right past that post. Now you rarely, you might get some here and there, but it's value it's useless. Another thing I've seen is it's on LinkedIn. Oh my God. Every day I have somebody else reaching out to me. Oh, do you produce your own show or do you make this and that? We could do it for you. <sighs> okay. What makes you different from the other ones? This week alone, I, I'm not even joking. I've had 20 people reach out and say the same exact thing. Why should I work with you and not them? What's the point? I literally get hit up with these things all the time. Like it's nonstop. I'll never run out of different people I could work with in terms of producing my show. Never. But the couple people that have stood out, you know what they did? When they did reach out to me one-on-one, first of all, they did some research on my damn show. They knew what my show was about. Like, if you're going to reach out to somebody, you need to know something about them. I get the whole code emailing thing and all of that stuff that people like to do, but I would say you're much better off taking the time to understand the prospect because you're much more likely to close them. If I hit you up and tell you that I want to provide you with production services and it's very clear that you host a show that's about NFL, you know, your favorite team is the Baltimore Ravens. Right. It would be great to start a conversation about how great a season Lamar Jackson is having. Right. That obviously makes you more comfortable with me immediately. I now like you and I want to talk to you because you, you know about my favorite team. Now, again, I'm not saying you got to do a full, long, drawn out research plan, but you should know basics about this person and about their show. And then another thing you do when you do one on one outreach is send that example I was talking about. You make videos, send in a video. Now, yeah, you do podcast production, but again, this is going to help you stand out. If you can make really dope videos for my podcast, I immediately am like, damn, this person can do videos. Nobody else can do videos like this. Now you immediately stand out. I know who you are. I want to talk to you. I need to know more about what you can do for my business. 
the last thing you got to do when you reach out to people is set up a time. Like try to set up a time to for that follow up. Don't just send 50 messages. Let them know, look, this is what and this is I'll give you it's a basic script of what I would do, what I've done that works for me when I did do this, right? Hey, blank, I see that your podcast blank is about blank. Man, that's dope. I recently watched blank and I've talked about blank, blah, blah, blah. Here's an example of some of the production we've done for podcasts just like blank. It'd be great if we could talk next week about some content we can make for your podcast. Here's my calendar. Let's set up a time. I'm telling you, that approach was extremely profitable for me, simply because when you are, I swear this is so easy, when you reach out to people and you're just direct like that, but you have value to offer you, but you show your value up front, they immediately want to respond like, wow, this is, this stands out. And they, they're like, okay, you came at me with value. I have to respond with value too, so I should at least book a call with you. And if you really want to take it to another level, like really, really take it to the next level, you could do that example content, but take their content and do it. That right there would immediately separate you. If you send them a video they could post right now about their most recent episode. I mean, come on, there's nothing they could do. They would have to hire you at that point. That's the approach we should be taking in this podcast business industry. Like if you want to start producing shows and getting more clients and stuff, you got to find a way to stand out. And again, you don't want to stand out to everybody. You don't have to stand out to your people, the, your people, the ones you want to work with. That's what's important. Thank you guys for tuning in, man. Thank you for being here and supporting the show. I really appreciate that. Make sure you join the business of podcasting community. I got a link down in the description box down below. We're talking money, man. We're talking money. We're talking growth for your company. I'm, I'm bringing in experts. We got content in there and everything. All of it is just to help you grow your podcast business, man. That's the goal. And a podcast management system is almost ready to go. If you join the community, you get first access and you get a massive, massive user discount. Make sure you join the community. Start a two-week trial. Make sure you join the community. You can start your two-week trial today. I'm Coach Chris, and I'll see you next time. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Kevin Hunt is one half of a great podcast called Hanson and Hunt on MPN. Kevin, tell us what these fine folks will get out of listening. Hanson and Hunt is a place for marketers and communicators for brands, companies, and organizations of all kinds to stay on top of industry news and trends. Eric Hanson and I discuss things that make them think, things that help them do their jobs better, things that help them hopefully show up smarter with the boss. We are a monthly show and we've been at it since 2014. Awesome. Where can people subscribe? Their preferred podcast app, of course, or head to hansonandhunt.com or follow our show at marketingpodcast.net. You heard him, folks. Go subscribe. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.